here we are, back again. It's good to be back. Sometimes I wonder, will we be back? And then just like clockwork, we are. Hello, Paul. Hey there. It is I, Caleb. And I'm sitting here with you so that we can record another episode of our extremely popular podcast. I'm having a bit of a play fear at the moment right now. You're having a what? I'm having a little bit of... <laughs> a play? I'm having a little... <laughs> yeah, I'm having a little bit of play fear right now. Because, you know... By the way, ladies and gentlemen, we say play before we start the show. I'm not talking about social isolation. What is but, um, what is going on with your play? I think it should be okay if we edit it later. What do you say? I think I'm just a second away from the second you said play. Yeah, I did notice that you said play right after I said play. Yeah. Maybe I should just leave it up to you to do the countdown because... I mean, I expected to say play at a certain time, but then, yeah, we when once we hit the play, I noticed you said play one beat after I said play. Should we just keep going? Well, I guess we could restart. Oh, yeah, let's restart. You had such a good laugh at the top, though. Are you sure you don't want to just smooth it over and just <laughs> start it out with that really nice laugh? <laughs> yeah, let's keep going. <laughs> um, I mean, holy smokes. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on today's show. If you're a new listener, welcome to the show. We swear it's a professional show. May not seem like it right now, but trust us. PNC Cold Call Show. Cold Call. PNC Cold Call. PNC Cold Call Podcast. Cold Calls? PNC? Cold Call? Hey, buddy. Hello. Are you uh, 10 out of 10? How do you feel? I feel 11 out of 22. I mean, no. See, I messed up already. I feel 10 out of 10. Yes, I'm 10 out of 10. I was going to try to do some math and be like, I'm I'm 11 out of 5 and a half. Yeah. You know? Or I'm, I'm 20 out of 10. Like, and just do a math joke. But I accidentally was going to say, I'm 11 out of 22. Which would simplify to like five out of ten, which is, I guess. I mean, you know what that reminds me of? I don't want to exaggerate. Maybe that I'm reminds... not. A, maybe I'm a nine point eight. Yeah. But uh, what? What's it remind you of? Reminds me of Boathouse Farms carrot juice. You know they got a lot of vitamin A in there. They do. Three hundred thousand percent. No. No, 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 no. I think it's that's three hundred eighty percent. Three eighty, yeah, three hundred and eighty percent. Everyone, yeah. But it's always interesting to me when there's more product than there is liquid in something. Yeah, it's like, well, how many carrots would have to be made for it to be over one hundred percent vitamin A? Probably lots. I guess you'd have to know the amount of vitamin A per carrot. Maybe it fluctuates. 
Luckily, we've got the people uh, down there at... What what did you say the farm was called? Boathouse Farms. Boathouse Farms, eh? Never heard of them. Yeah, they have <clears throat> tons of interesting uh, purees and juices in most of the superstores. Mm. Get... Shout out to their carrot juice. Is it just like uh, regular carrot juice or special? No. It's just regular. Okay. Okay. Gee, you're making me really thirsty for carrot juice now, but... I've never really... had carrot juice too much. It just seems like the way you put it, like... 300,000%. I mean, that's gotta be pretty good for you, right? Say it's good for your eyes. Yeah, well then... Carrot juice... If that's true, then how come you see so much rabbit as roadkill? Mm, I read that in a joke book in the in the library in the early nineteen nineties there, and it really stuck with me all these years. I just think that the taste of that carrot juice is like it's nice and watery, but it has like a texture that you. It's just one of those weird things that you would never think of trying until you try it. It's like when you think of juice, perhaps you think of, you know, like a nice orange juice or a pineapple and grape mix, Minute Maid, perhaps. But I doubt somebody would just say something like blueberry juice the first time they think of juice or not not carrot juice, that's for sure. Hmm. But it is delicious and nutritious. Well, I think a lot of the Deny juices. Until you try it. A lot of the juices are like fruit juices. And carrots That's are a vegetable, sure. right? Yes. Yeah. Do does a potato juice? Do people drink potato juice? Never heard of that before. Probably not a lot of juice in potatoes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I've never really done a lot of the liquid diet stuff, or. Anything in that category. But I do know that a lot of times, you know, you can you can blend anything down or whatever. Sometimes if you're not able to eat or whatever, you might have to just blend your food down in a blender. You could, I'm sure you could take a, just any fast food meal and blend it down into like a drink. Just, just doesn't seem very appetizing to me. Well, you know, you could blend the fries and the sandwich and the drink down into one blend and then just drink it that like that. That can't work. Of course it would that work. That can't work. Why though. wouldn't it work? But, well, I guess you'd survive, but... It just is I'm not... Sure love, part of... It just doesn't, doesn't sound appetizing. I'm pretty sure the main way people get energy from food is when it churns in your stomach and digests and the nutrients would probably still go to, into your, you know, body if you're to drink them in. But well, it's like a mother, it's like a mama bird, right? She'll chew your food for you. To you, yeah. I guess my question to you: Is there any added energy uh, that one receives when the food churns in their stomach? I don't know. <laughs> That's IDK. It reminds me of ABC gum, already been chewed. He wants some ABC gum. 
Sure. Yeah, I'd love to already been chewed. Something. To me, no, this I, sounds I like don't know a, if the cat, turning... a cat in the box moment of the day. What do you say? Yeah, let's let's take a look at the cat here. If you, by the way, if you're listening into the audio version of this podcast, be sure to check us out on YouTube to see that little cute cat in the box. Look at that! Look at that cat! Is that tuna? That's my cat tuna, everybody. Wow. Isn't Tuna's she getting big. And tuna yeah. comes from a long line of cats that hang that hang out she with sure us. She sure likes right? it in that box. I'm not sure why. It seems a little too small for her body. How how's uh how are your other cats doing? My other cat is Oreo, however, we had a uh, two litters with Oreo until we got her spayed. And uh you know, sometimes we hear from some other cats, and I've seen uh, some of the cats after uh, I last saw them as babies, and they all seem to be doing great. And some really, really cute. Oh cute yeah, cats so your 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 cats are all adopted out now. Yeah. Right. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, they were really, really cute on the pictures there, and then obviously I remember that other little cat. A lot of unique cats <laughs> uh, around yeah, there. So, yeah, it was good gentlemen. to see you, Tuna, and uh, we'll see you next time. And, uh, okay, we'll just keep you there just like that. She So she really does like it in that box, eh? It's hard for me to understand. I'm not quite sure why a cat would feel comfortable in such a sleeping position like her head you know must get sore after a while i know we are talking about sitting down as adults i'm currently you know sitting down with my legs crossed and i'm already feeling my my right toe start to pulsate a little bit and we're only halfway into this podcast probably hmm you don't think you'd sleep comfortably in a cardboard box? Nah, I don't think so. Definitely not. Not one that's too small for me. Yeah. Well, yeah, not one that's too small well, for you. To be fair, I think that box is just the right size for tuna. Uh-huh. It's hard to relate to being a, a small thing when you're such a large animal, right? Definitely. I would say human beings are large animals. Large, yeah. We are mammals, and mammals are animals. And we are quite large. Not as big as some, though. Like apes. Yeah. Or giraffes. (laughs) Those are both larger than us. No, I kind of like big animals when people, you know, used to say, hey, what's your favorite animal? Sometimes I would really seriously consider it. I used to say elephant, I think, a lot. It's interesting, big animals. Elephants, eh? Yeah. Whales are interesting, too, just because they're so big, eh? Yeah, animals are so beautiful. Dinosaurs. I couldn't even name my favorite animal right now. I'm a sucker for the uh, the color patterns of raccoons and lemurs myself. 
I like that white and black combination. Mm -hmm. I guess you're looking at getting another suit, huh? Not really, no. You've had a... I, Caleb's referring a suit. to... Um, You've had a lemur suit in our past. I believe <laughs> some animal suit. Some folks may remember a little show from the streets of Toronto circa a few years ago with uh, a certain artist. <laughs> Do you know what I'm going to talk about this? <laughs> Dressed up as a yeah, certain lemur totally. playing certain instruments. <laughs> what did what did we used to call it? Big Res and the Loud Lemur. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well. See, Caleb's uh, a talented juggler slash uh, thanks man performer. I guess you <laughs> just stated facts. One time you wanted one it. time you wanted to take me out to to go busking with him, and so I played some uh some synthesization with my Novation circuit behind him and amplified it, and there was like. A light feature that I switched on and off, and I did a big long handstand while we collected tips and so forth. Yeah, it's a pretty fun time, was it not? Yeah, it was good. And and then after, I think it went so well that we did it uh, quite a few more times, and we started to develop like more bits and more segments. And I mean, it didn't last a really long time, but it was something that we sure did do. Well, it's important to have fun while you have a chance. Yeah, it was kind of cool. I believe it was in the springtime, too, around this time. Those special trees blossomed in the spring, right? Yeah, it was definitely like early May or so, I think, or maybe into what late were... May. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter, but those... it was cool. It was cool, man. Maybe, yeah. I don't think that show's ever going to come back, but it was It was a cool thing. Uh, you would have had to been there. Really, if you weren't there, sorry. <laughs> but at least you have uh, this show. The PNC Cold Call show? PC Cold Calls? PNC Cold Calls? That's what you're listening to. Yeah, uh, it's true. He wouldn't. Paul wouldn't lie to you. Well, Caleb... I uh, I can't say that I don't learn something any time that I talk to you. Because every time I talk to you, you always make me reconsider something. Oh. Well, uh, that's interesting to hear. I, uh... I uh, I appreciate your friendship. Uh, same. What kind of uh, what kind of things have you been interested in lately? Any topics you've been uh, perusing online about? Any well, things? I've been doing a lot of thinking aspects lately. Aspects life been entering your mind. Lately, I've been thinking about been thinking. that princess, you know, from the princess and the pea. It's the the one about the the princess, and she's all in rags, and she goes and stays the night at someone's house because it's raining. So she asks to go in there, you know, and they give her a hundred mattresses, and 
she can feel one little pee underneath so they know she's a real princess? What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about a, like a lump in your mattress that's uncomfortable. Because if, you, if you're oh, royalty, yeah. even the smallest lump in your mattress would be unacceptable. Definitely. It's like an old story. Yeah. You know, sometimes I think that uh, fairy tales can have really good advice that you can logically apply to real life. But sometimes not so much. Sometimes not so much. Sounds to me like you've had a lot to think tonight. Well, like, what what would the message be in The Princess and the Pea? You tell me. I think the message is that royalty is valid. Yeah. And that royalty divine divine valid. right is important, or maybe it's just about becoming uh, lowering your standards and being able to live in a way that you didn't think you'd be able to live in like maybe if you're used to having a pool and a hot tub and then you move into a place that doesn't even have a shower or a stove that'd be quite 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 shocking right be quite the dramatic adjustment Well, yeah. people can try to plan, and it's good to try to plan, but you never know what, where life's going to take you. You can never know what happens next. And even if you have a, you know, a solid, solid life for many, many, many years, you could have decades of smooth sailing and then, you know, have a stormy, stormy sea later on in life that you yeah, could just never see definitely. coming. From a million miles away. I feel like when I reflect on my past, that everything's pretty much gone according to plan. But when I really think about it, it's like, well, yeah, I, there's been problems. Everything has always worked out. And so I feel that it's been okay. Maybe things have worked out yeah. for the better so far. I mean, I'm still here, aren't I? I've, I've yeah. been profounded when people say, if I could go back and do it all again, I wouldn't change a thing because it made me into the person that I am now. Yeah, that is a weird thing to admit for sure. It's definitely a, a bold thing to say. I think it's a common thing to say. And it's also good to feel that way. And I think I feel that way too. Definitely. But if I were to really be honest with myself, I mean, you would have changed something, right? Like, if you could really go back and change something, wouldn't you have picked the winning lottery numbers? Perhaps. Well, when people say, I wouldn't change anything, but then, you know, that's a thing. There's a lot of stories about that, too, and a lot of legends about if you could go back and change something and you did, maybe it would have unintended consequences. So you couldn't go, if you go back and change, they say, you can go back, live your life again, and change anything you want. And you say, I wouldn't change anything. Are you sure? Why not pick the winning lottery numbers? 
You want to see what would happen if you did that? You go back and see what would happen if you had to become a millionaire at 18. Maybe would maybe things so would have went differently, you know? Like some of these movies. Christ, a Christmas Carol style ghosts. Like it'll be like, look what you would have done. Or, you know, maybe you would have gotten a car crash. Yeah, from taking those winning lottery numbers. So we would have been better off actually not cheat, cheat playing with the, the spirits and everything and using the time control to win. It's almost like making a deal with the devil. Yeah, you can't play God. If so, if some figure offers to let you relive your life, this is what I just, this I just realized it now, everybody. And if you're still with me on this, just to say... feeling like that would be like work of the devil if some, if some type of being was telling you that you could relive your life and you could you know win the lottery you know or you could bet on sports and win lots of money if you take their deal that probably would be like you can't trust somebody who makes a deal like that because if they're real how could that be good yeah. Like if if Agreed. if you really okay. <laughs> I'm sorry everybody. I'm kind of I probably feel like I'm getting sound like I'm getting lost. Going on a bit of a tangent. But what I'm trying to say too. is It's okay. If this is real, if you actually get that offer and it's not just a human being, if it's like some type of spiritual being and they give you an offer to go back in time and relive your life or not? It seems like the only logical conclusion to actually reliving your life would be something bad happening. Definitely. Because I don't think, and I guess that just goes back to storybook or something, but we shouldn't be playing God like that. But I could be wrong. Maybe it is possible. Maybe that's what heaven is. Maybe you can relive your life and change your mistakes and just live in heaven. But come on, we live in the real world. I mean, it feels weird to even say because I feel like I'll be understood. That's part of the reason why I got so tripped up on my words over the last couple minutes. Because what I'm saying, I I recognize sounds crazy. (laughs) But I really am trying to wrap it up in a way that makes sense. Or so that people don't think I've totally lost my mind. Oh, I thought you were interesting myself. You're talking about something uh really uh really deep that's embedded with inside our psyches that um that need to to feel like you are, you know, living a life that is satisfactory to your standards. But not only that, to go back and change it, like you said, like if you met a paranormal force that could allow you to change the course of your life. Like it'd be hard to trust it. Be, that can't be good, and that can't be God. But I could be wrong. Ooh. I mean, to so to actually experience something like that would be really truly strange. I'm just thinking about it. Well, I did experience a white orb not too long ago. On a camera, that was right? Kind of spooky. 
Yeah, my parents have a camera that uh, captures the activity that goes on in our property. And the camera picks up uh, UV signals, like heat wave signals, better than it does anything else. And you can see colors. However, it does pick up UV and heat signals much better. And sometimes my mom was saying, like, you can see things on that camera that aren't quite visible to the human eye. And we don't know what it was, but my mother, my father, and myself, we all saw a white moving orb pass by the camera lens three times. Yeah. And we don't talk about it much, and we probably never will. But I made a painting about it, and uh, I'll never forget it. Uh, do you think maybe we can put the painting up on the picture right here? course we can yeah see so that's when she brought up the orb i was definitely thinking of your painting too so that's kind of cool to look at again yeah well, i've i figured i'd mention the painting but yeah it's definitely a crazy crazy uh i mean maybe it was a bug have had happen could have been like a firefly but the thing is like it would have been much smaller than that. And the way it moved was like much more than a firefly. You could tell the way a bug moves is scattered. This thing moved in like swift motions and like gliding, striding motions. Well, my mother and I researched it and we found out that orbs could be, you know, a parent spirit, like a parent spirit from like, you know, an, an elder energy coming in a positive energy to say things are going well for you it could have been that you're on the right track it could have been something completely different too yeah it could have been anything could have been a spirit could have been a firefly could have been you know sun reflecting off of the moon in an odd coincidence who knows could have been some sort of reflection of light. But we all saw it three times on three different occasions. Mm -hmm. The sightings were like separated by two minute intervals. And then it, we didn't see it a fourth time. Well, it's hard to believe that the spirit could be picked up on a camera. Yeah. Well, I've I've I wondered what those instruments myself. do that spiritual chasers carry. Yeah, ghost hunters have all these special instruments that can detect things that the human senses cannot. I'm kind of interested in that kind of field of information myself. Hmm. But I always try and tell myself that there's causality for what is going on. Like there's a there's a reasonable explanation for any paranormal thing that happens. It's just that, you know, it might be hard to identify. And, like, sometimes yeah. I hear noises out my window or this one time I was just sitting down and I didn't check to see if there was somebody my dad was taking care of in the store in the minnow shop like a customer. But I heard this voice out my window, Hey, are you okay? And that really spooked me out. And I try, tried to tell myself that, you know, there's a cause for this effect. <laughs> because there usually is. 
Yeah. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the whole haunted house thing because it's hard to believe that houses breathe, but they do. They get bigger during the day and they get smaller and they creak and make noises. Yeah, my wooden boards go Think all the things time go, my house. Things go bump in the night. Like, even if you're all alone and there's no roommates and you're out in the woods, especially, things will go bump in the night and it really can make you have a spiritual experience. And that's cool. I always, I always do get kind of a kick out of that when I hear people say, oh, okay, yeah, there's pushing it. But when I hear people say that they're going to tell me about their ghost story and they tell me about that one time the door opened or something and it's like well sounds like they're really convinced so you it's something that you're all gonna have to face by yourselves but uh we'll be here if you ever want to talk about it or hear us talk about it uh we'll we'll always be here on the pc cold call show yes please here's the quote of the day okay I can't promise you morning glories or glorious mornings. However, I can promise to be there for you if you are experiencing inglorious mornings and lonely nights. All right, there we go. And you said that. Have a good night, everybody. And an even better tomorrow. Okay, see you next time. PC cold calls. Yeah, that's true. It was the PC cold calls. Peace, love, rock.